Welcome to Life Transformation Radio. This show is all about life transformations and our journey from where we were to why we are doing what we are doing today. We will discuss the hiccups, the roller coasters, and the blood, sweat, and tears that has been poured out while discovering our purpose. It is all about our transformation. Here is your host, Sean Douglas. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to another episode of Life Transformation Radio. I am your host, Master Resilient Implementer, speaker, business position strategist, and international selling author, Sean Douglas. This show is currently heard in over 90 countries. So whether you're first time joining us or you've been listening to us for some time, I want to thank you to those who are listening from around the world. Life Transformation Radio is all about our transformation. Here, tell the stories why we're doing what we're doing. We highlight that transformation moment that changed our lives and how we use it to transform others and elevate their lives as well. Listen to us live right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Join our Facebook group, Transformation Radio Community, and never miss an episode by subscribing where you listen to podcasts. Life Transformation Radio can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spring, Spotify, TuneIn, Player FM, Radio Public, CastBox, iHeartRadio, Google Play Music or Google Podcast, and are available on Pandora. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel at Life Transformation Radio. And if you feel so inclined, while you're subscribing, go ahead and leave us a rating and review to let us know how well we're doing. On the show, my guests are entrepreneurs, speakers, business owners, coaches, podcasters, authors, amazing human beings that are impacting the world around them and my guest today does exactly that if you have any questions for any of the guests during our live broadcast 5 p.m eastern time join us by calling in at 7383-1109 again the number is 657-383-1109 you can go ahead and call in and ask the guest to form himself a question he is standing by to field those calls that, please help me welcome to the show, my guest for today, and welcome to Life Transformation Radio. Hi, Sean. What a pleasure to be here with you and your listeners today. Thank you for having me. I am super pumped, super excited to have you on the show. Uh, we've spent quite a lot of time together the past month, and I'm excited to dig into why that is and into why you are the downsizing I'm sorry, repeat your question, Sean. All right, well, I'm going to start off with with sharing with your viewers. Um, I'm an auctioneer, a realtor, and a personal property appraiser. I was having a little hard time hearing you, but um, you know, I have a passion for doing what we do and really expanding on the journey and sharing the content and my life experiences as a product designer and with having had a television show on Home Shopping Network with my sister for over, oh, a, a decade. It was uh, an incredible experience. So it's taught us so much and um, 
And and I think chapter two has even taught us more. So Sean. Hey Sean. All right, I'm back. Anne, can you hear me? Yes. Welcome back. How do I get kicked out of my own show? That's kind of weird. <laughs> the Air Force Internet. Let me tell you. Okay, so uh, I wanted to say that I'm very grateful to have you on the show. And uh, luckily that, um, you know, we've been spending some time together, and I can't wait to dig into why that is. And that title of this episode is Downsizing your home and life with the downsizing coach, Ann Nori. So, Ann, I'm going to dive in right quick to the bio, which is, uh, I mean, it's a who's of who's who, really. I mean, you've done amazing work over the years. You are an experienced realtor, an auctioneer, a personal property. Um, and at the University of Pittsburgh continued studying at Harvard University while managing a successful business in Boston with a passion for new challenges and attended the prestigious Missouri Auction School and continues to expand her knowledge with participation in national and international conferences and networking with the very best in the auction field, real estate, marketing, and technology. And is that knowledge, passion, expertise, and integrity elements to building relationships in order to properly represent sellers and organizations for successful auction events. These exact characteristics were the very reason why for over a decade, Anne and her sister were regularly on television networks worldwide, NBC, Home Rogers Network in Canada, CBN in Australia, and Ideal World, which is in England, for her successful home decor million worldwide. With a love and passion for helping clients reach their goals, Anne has the expertise and knowledge in place to turn auctions into highly publicized and attended events. Her new show, Downsizing Your Home and Life radio show, is now a platform. She brings on industry experts to discuss where to begin, how to sort and monetize your stuff, step well as the moving process. You can subscribe to her new show, Downsizing Your Home and Life Radio, right there on Apple Podcasts. The link is right there. And go to her website, the Downsizing platform. You listened to her episode of Life Transformation Radio. The first question I have to ask, and I question is why. Why do you do what you do? You know, I think that uh, it shot at such a loaded question. And I think we all walk our path and eventually one day we wake up and I'm like, 
And, and it all kind of makes sense because as you read through my bio, I've done so many different genres and things, and they're all interconnected. But at the point where I was a realtor, an appraiser, an auctioneer, and I was going into clients' homes, and a lot of our clients in the Northern Virginia, Maryland, D.C. market are, you know, government agencies. A lot of them are finishing one career in the public sector and maybe going into the private sector. And while I was, you know, consulting them on the real estate, there was always a conversation about the personal assets. And because I was a designer and manufactured home decor for 25 years in Italy and in Asia, I knew just as much, if not more, about the home decor as much as the real estate. So it always developed into a further conversation. And uh, from there, I just got, I became so exhausted from hearing, you know, in our, in our day of, of, you know, technology and everyone going out and telling people that their stuff is, is really worthless and that, you know, when they come to downsize, there's a process A, B, and C. And if they do these simple steps, they're going to achieve their goals where you bring someone like me in and, you know, who I know that a vase on a shelf somebody brought back from Vietnam, you know, mm-hmm. from 15 years ago could be a collectible or the fact that, you know, somebody wants to put in an extra 75,000 and updating an area of the home may not be recoupable for them. So it depends on all these kind of things working together for it to kind of make sense for the best financial mm-hmm. position for a seller to be in. So it's really analyzing, walking through consulting sellers on their different um, asset classes and their best options to monetize them. I think what attracted my, my wanting to work with you, and I was like, oh my God, this is like a must have, is I used to buy storage units at auction. And when I heard you were an auction, I was like, oh no, I got, okay, I'm in, I'm in. Oh, wow. You had me at hello. <laughs> like, and you're so I, knowledgeable, Sean. It always impresses me how much you know I, a little bit about everything. <laughs> I just, I, I can't, I can't do one thing. Everybody says I gotta do one thing. Gotta do one thing. No, no, nope, I want to do one thing. No, you don't. <laughs> you're good at a lot was, of things. I I loved it um, when I was buying storage units at auction, yeah. and I was I would price things, and I'm like, well, how much? And like learning. About history and then shows yeah. like American Pickers would come out whether it's real or fake or whatever I don't care but it was just it, it was cool that they had like history behind the items I'm like oh, I love that and then I would go to like farm auctions and estate sales and garage sales mm-hmm. flea markets like I mean really high level auctions and I got to see the the everything that that you know like behind the scenes and how everything works it's just it was sure. fascinating fascinating how it works it really is it really is and and that you know even though we've had a shift in the last 10 years from on-site live auctions to more online or simulcast auctions it's still such an incredible part of the fabric of our culture and our society to have auctions and to be part of them and you know things kind of work upwards and you know, what is, what is value? What is retail value? And it's amazing how uh, the common question that I'm asked is, how is it possible for something to start low and, and achieve the value that it does? Well, you put a lot of different interested people in the same room on something that they like, and 
emotions and, and different things come into play and people will pay what they want to pay for that item. And that's the beauty and the magic of an auction. And it's uh, great for the sellers. It's great for the buyer. Everyone's in control of what they want to see happen. And it, it works. It's just a dynamic that works very, very well. I learned a very, very valuable, hard, humbling lesson oh. in the auction business. And that is what Don't I Don't keep feel your hand up it, the whole time. <laughs> right. What I think an item is worth because I love the band Kiss and I found a Kiss lunchbox mm -hmm. one time. I want to oh. sell that Kiss lunchbox for a ton of money but it was only worth like 50 bucks. And I was right. kind of upset about that. But I had to learn a very, very valuable lesson. What I think about what the value of something is worth, because it's a huge piece of my childhood yeah. has no bearing on what the market will pay for something. So I learned that sentimental value is zero. <laughs> <laughs> yes. When That's you put it I in learned. that way, it is. But at the same, time it's interesting one person's trash can be another person's treasure i love that statement yep. as well right so what yep. somebody yep. feels is insignificant could be an incredibly important item that somebody else has been searching for or they want to add to their collection so there's really a home for everything and anything um but but in the aspect of you know what we got involved in is really the dynamics of downsizing and we work with a lot mm -hmm. of clients that are you know luxury properties they have uh, the means and and they need to kind of figure out what are they going to do with all this stuff, you know, that they've had a, around them and they might go from a 3,000, 5,000, 8,000 square foot home to a two or three bedroom property that's anywhere from 1,100 to 1,800 square feet um, or a townhome and how do you downsize all of that, right? There's some decisions to be made and, and we all know about the brown furniture and we all know what I call the world of Pottery Barn and, uh, you know, West Elm and, and all of the new decor that's in, right? So how do you oh, figure man. out all of it? Um, so there's a lot of pain, and, and, and I always consult sellers, you know, that are considering what they should do. There's something fresh. There's something great about turning the page, um, and there's a way of finding a solution for your items. There's a way of creating a roadmap as to what you want your new home or your vision to be for your new life. It could be uh, downsizing. It could be living in a different space. And just you could even stay in the same town, but you're just changing, you know, the home or the environment you're in. Or you could be moving closer to your kids. Or you might be interested in living by the beach and having a, a more cottagey, beachy lifestyle, right? Whatever that is, everybody requires to have a roadmap and a vision. And, and you know, you need to close your eyes, think about what you want that vision to be for your new life. And then, you know, you sit down with the right professionals and we sit down with clients and then we evaluate, this is your starting point, if this is your ending point, and then you put, a, you know, a certain step, action steps in place and help them reach their goal because and anything is possible. 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. What, what you know, I want to, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say, you know what, but, but what I find is that sometimes people spend more time deciding on what they want to order for dinner 
than what they truly wow. care about and what they want their future to look like. <laughs> so, you know, wow. when you have conversation, people oh, just stare hurts. at you, like, right? Um, but it's such an interesting, fun process that I just love inspiring and talking to people. And, and the purpose for us really to start the show is for people to start releasing their imagination and start painting uh, this portrait. And, and my job is really to give them a blank canvas and allow yeah. them to start painting this new painting of what they want their new life to look like. And that's the exciting part about the aha of all of this is, you know, giving them the right, giving them the, the, the blank sheet and saying, go at it create what you want this to Mm -hmm. look like and they somehow start to think about it differently and they approach it differently and they kind of unleash and start having these conversations and these thoughts that 30 minutes earlier did not exist and they had called me there to sell their home Mm -hmm. right they kind of had it figured out they kind of knew what they were going but it wasn't a, a painting yet it wasn't you know a final finished product to say this is how we're going to create the certain action plans to kind of get us to what we want this new vision to be. Yeah, I absolutely love that. If you could, I had the pleasure of, of listening to your show before anybody and editing the show, you told a story and, and you can share if you'd like but you told a story about, go into somebody's house just to just to check it out, maybe as a favor, maybe as, you know, whatever, and there just happened to be some things sitting on the shelf that you're like, do you know what these are worth? <laughs> like, right? So I was stuck con- out to yeah. me. It's so true, though, but Sean, it happens all the time. So I was conducting an open house, and the uh, neighbors had come in to visit the listing, and you know, we started chatting. They were moved. They were building a home in Florida. They asked, um, you know, they mentioned they were their home was going to be completed in 12 to 18 months if I would come in and visit with them after the open house because she wanted to show me her home. And I said, let's be mindful about what you spend because it was in that it was in one of those neighborhoods where they're starting to knock down properties and build new ones. So I wanted them to, you know, be mindful about how much money they're going to be sinking into the property. Um, even though it was a million plus dollar home. So I went to visit with them. She's giving me a tour. You know, they're redoing the jacuzzi. They're redoing their kitchen and and all of these other things. And uh, I walk into the living room and there was a low bookshelf. And in the corner of my eye, I just saw these fabulous blue and white Asian um, Bombay vase. And uh, I asked her, what are those? And she said, oh, don't, don't, you know, don't worry about those. Those are kind of the giveaways, the sendaways kind of items. And I said, what do you mean? What is that? She said, well, my daughter's uh, friend had, uh, and is an agent and had told her that the items are really worthless, anything in the home, nobody really wants it to do a modern decor and that they should kind of get rid of everything. And, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, my goodness. So I said, do you mind if I pick it up? She said, no, not at all. It was a pair. And I've already given one to the Salvation Army. And this is the other one. And I pick it up and I look at some markings and thump. My heart, 
you know, stinks because it had the markings of what I thought it potentially could have. And it was potentially anywhere from fifteen to $20,000 for the vases that, <laughs> that were separated. I felt these orphaned. It was orphaned because one was given away and the other one, and I'm like, my, what do I possibly say? Do I, like, you know, let her in as to what she's done? I said, could you just hold on to this one? <laughs> <laughs> and not give it away. Can we start a new pile? Um, but that is the type of situations that we uh, kind of get into. And right when we when we walk with clients and, and, you know, we talk with people and they're like, this isn't worth anything. Or potentially when I'm called in from a, a family in an estate situation, they the kids have inherited or family members have inherited an estate and they have no idea what's there. They don't know the valuations. Or, you know, or it's within a divorce. He's like, honey, you take grandma's dishes, you know, <laughs> and I'll take mm-hmm. the Picasso. <laughs> it's a fair trade-off. Grandma bought it in France, you know, many, many years ago. So there's always content and conversation and valuation. And really valuation is, like you said, a matter of what something is willing to trade for and what someone's willing mm-hmm. to sell and what someone's willing to pay on that specific day and point in time. So that really becomes the value of the item. Mm. Mm. I, um, mm. That story cuts <laughs> deep. <laughs> it really does. You're, you're right. It does. Oh, cause <laughs> so I always I, say I had... consult with a professional before you start going. <laughs> right. Salvation Army, you know, happy. Right. Oh, they were super pumped. Uh, <laughs> I, I had to learn buying storage units like i have to learn that right right you know so uh so the show is about transformation Mm -hmm. what is your transformational moment that changed your life and put you on the path to what you're doing today i'll tell you i was a product designer for many years, porcelain, crystal, home decor for our family business and for obviously our television shows. So we created 10 different collections. You know, imagine a clothing designer designs two collections a year, spring, summer, and a fall. But as a uh, home decor for the network, I was creating, you know, anywhere between eight to 10 collections a year for, you know, Mother's Day, uh, 4th of July, festive, Easter, graduation, fall harvest, you know, for Christmas in July. So we were putting together, pumping out a lot of designs, a lot of content, and it really becomes the fabric of who you are. And after many years, we had taken our productions from, you know, Europe and from uh, Poland and Europe and Italy and Spain. And then we transitioned as the Euro came into Asia and the Far East, which we were talking about earlier. And we had our offices there you know, it was the dynamics were changing, you know, the, the skill set, the quality that we were producing, a lot of these small workshops started to close. And as these small workshops around the world started to close and create the product that I was, you know, it's not I, it was we, my sister and I were producing at the time and were, you know, happy to put our name, our Sorelli name on it. Um, were diminishing and, and, and everything was quickly changing. So that's when I decided, you know what, we weren't celebrities, but we were asked to conduct and, you know, help with events and nonprofit events and 
at one of them, I was inspired to go to auction school because they needed to raise a lot of funds. And I thought, wow, this is a, an incredible, incredible experience. So I went to auction school. And uh, very shortly after that, my sister was getting married. And I realized having I had a suitcase, one for, you know, euros. And I had one for Asian currencies because it requires different plugs. It requires different mm. currency. It requires different types of dress, right? So I had different suitcases for different continents. And I thought, you know what, this is not a way I we've done it for a decade. This is enough. Um, So we kind of parked the plane, rolled it into the real estate, rolled it into the auctioneering. And wow, did, was it a, I don't want to say you kind of burn the bridge, but it changes because there was a moment in time where people asked me, what do you do? And I couldn't even identify with who or what I was doing because I had that, that it was such an important part of my life, you know, to be that desire to create that it, it just wasn't authentic. And it took some time and it, and, and the power of seeing that you are doing good, the knowledge and the experience that you have is impacting and is helpful to others that it kind of escalated. And from there I went and, and you know, studied further. I think, as my sister says, you're the studious one. I always like to be in school and I like to have those letters after my name. So I went back and became a personal property appraiser. And uh, it really became full circle when I started to do that and work with a lot of attorneys and law firms and for their helping their clients, was I able to use everything then that I've known from my past of product design to being in real estate to you know, the uh, personal asset side and the auction side, right? So I was able to bundle all of it and it felt so darn good um, that you could help people solve this complicated puzzle within an hour and a half conversation, two hour conversation where people might've been stuck for three months, six months, a year. Mm-hmm. Right on. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to wrap my head around that. You literally have a conversation with someone who's been stuck for up to a year. Absolutely. Absolutely. How? And, <laughs> like, you know, like how? When you're, again, you ask the right questions, right? So the key in the skill set is asking the right questions, helping them to dissect and figure out what it is that they want, evaluating, taking some time, evaluating where they are, what their current circumstances are. And, you know, once you have a start point and end point and you figure out what the blockage is, right, what the blockage in that artery is for them, is it that they're, is it their job that's holding them back? Is it finances? Is it that they have a family member? Is, you know, is it health? Um, is it a divorce? Um, emotional? So there's a lot of different reasons why people are stuck. And sometimes they don't even see it that way and they don't realize it. But Without having a clear path of where you're going, how are you going to get there? If I told you, Sean, where are we going tomorrow? Without us even having a conversation, let's say you, you say, let's, let's go have lunch tomorrow. And I'm like, give me directions. How is it possible for you to give me directions when we haven't picked a restaurant yet? Huh. Right? Very it's true. So if I ask somebody wants to downsize, if somebody wants to, you know, turn the page in their life to a new page and they have yet to identify where they're headed, 
what that destination is, what they want that new page to be, how can they give the professionals that are around them direction or much less give themselves directions to create that roadmap for them to get there, right? So they need an address, a hypothetical address, right? They, they don't necessarily have to have the new home selected, but at least they're going to know, yes, we're going to stay within this geographic area or we're going to go closer to kids or, you know, I want to be by the water or I want to move to Mexico. I mean, whatever it is, they need some sort of identification for us to have an A point and a Z point. And then it's easy to help them fill in the rest. You kind of work backwards. I love it. I love reverse engineering everything. Yep. And it works beautifully. It works beautifully. And it all starts by asking the right questions. Nailed it. Love it. Is that what made you want to start a podcast? So exactly it. You're so right because I just feel like our office was getting more and more calls. And the question is, I don't know what to do about X, Y, and Z. I don't know what to do. Do we sell first? Do we buy first? Do we sell our home first and then do an, you know, an auction or an estate sale on our assets? What, you know, it's always a matter of order and the process and how should they do it? When should they do it? When is the right time? Um, and all of these things, all these questions that people truly don't know what's, what might be you know, the best for them to do creates anxiety. When you don't have a clear answer, it, it becomes restrictive, it becomes inhibitive, and it stops them from taking greater action. And as we have seen, you know, an extra one month or two months, you know, on the market for someone or delaying something could, you know, on a sell side means that when they go to buy, suddenly the interest rates might have changed, for example. Suddenly if their, you know, their payments mm -hmm. might jump, because they procrastinated or held off or vice versa. If the market changes um, slightly and, and the price that what they were able to sell a property for might kind of change. So I'm always telling people to do what's best for their schedule. Do We can figure out what works for their timeline. There is no good time or bad time. It's what is the right time for them and their circumstances, mm -hmm. because I want people to feel calm. I want them to feel at peace with this journey because they worked hard. Sean, people have worked hard. It's so beautiful to be invited into somebody's journey, whether even if there's roller coasters in that journey, it's still everybody has a story. Everybody has a journey. And it's so beautiful to hear about the incredible journey that they've gone, that they have been on, but as well as when they unravel and they, you know, unravel that new canvas that we've handed to them, this blank canvas, and we're like, paint me this new painting, this new picture of what you want your life to look like. It's astonishing. I mean, it's so beautiful to see that this is where they've been and you feel like you've just read a, a biography, you know, with the two hours that you spend with them, you've gone through their life biography. And uh, it's a, it, it really is a beautiful journey. It, it's, a, it's a privilege to be invited into others' conversations and to have a sneak peek 
into their, you know, where they've been, where they are, and when, where they're headed. Love it. I absolutely love it. And like I said, I have listened to all of the episodes and <laughs> all of them had Thank great you. guests and great content. And, and I learned quite a bit. I thought, I mean, I don't think you can ever know everything, but what I needed to, to know at the time of running right. my, my business, I right. thought I, I thought I knew it. I thought I had it down, but I learned a couple of things. I was like, ah, oh, that would have been so useful like a decade ago. <laughs> you know, like, uh, oh, I would have made some more money. <laughs> yeah, yes. You, it's incredible. It's incredible, the knowledge. It is, a, it is incredible when you listen to the right professionals. You know, mm-hmm. share with what they've learned in the last 30, 40 years. We're talking to mega agents, rock stars in their own field, and they have nothing mm-hmm. to gain other than we all want to see listeners, you know, pick and choose the right professionals and get the right information that they need to make the best decisions for their family and their circumstances. That's really the objective. And and to just get rid of the stress level because truly, truly, it is the cause of a lot of things, of health issues that occur to us. Every time there's a life change, there's a stress. And it doesn't have to be. If we change our mindset, if we change the way we interpret, this is a powerful word, the way Uh that we change how we interpret our circumstances truly changes the outcome that we create for ourselves. I like that. Yep. Interpretation. Absolutely. Yep. Thank you. So So, your... Your show is available on Apple Podcasts right now. Everybody go search on Apple Podcasts or click the link below under the podcast.apple.com. Click that link. It'll take you right there. If you're an Apple user, go ahead and subscribe to the show. You can absolutely subscribe to downsizing your home and life radio right here on Block Talk Radio Network. Go ahead and search for that show as well right here on Blog Talk Radio. And for the Android users, it will be available is live on Stitcher. It will be available on Pandora and Google Podcasts and iHeartRadio. It takes a minute to get the approval from those platforms, but they're coming. So wherever you listen to podcasts, make it's sure on Stitcher. You, yep, it's on Stitcher. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. So make sure that you subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and go ahead and leave that rating and review if you're so inclined. But we really want those subscribes. We really want you to become part of the downsizing community. Know somebody that wants to downsize. If you know somebody who's a hoarder, If you know somebody that needs to listen to this show, this is the moment. Tell them about it, subscribe to it, and uh, and Anne will take care of all of your downside needs. And as we close the show, I want to know what you have done to elevate the world around 
found you inside the auction business because I like how you said that you can turn auctions into highly publicized and attended events translated into people's have they have are they less worried are they less stressed do they faith to you and say Anne's going to take care of it like like how have you elevated that world so there's a couple of different layers to the onion of the auction that we're involved in. One is, of course, the personal assets or, or the real estate. Obviously, we work for sellers. So we're able to help families do what they need and, and help them sell the assets that they want. And they control the date. Very different from a listing where they kind of put the sign in the yard and wait for a property for a buyer to come. Mm-hmm. It could be today or it could be six months or, you know, nine months from now, right? But with the auction process, we empower our sellers because we work with them to select the date and we work backwards. So we, you know, we market the event. Uh, We have top marketing awards. We won the USA Today marketing award from the National Auctioneers Association last year for our our fabulous marketing. And that way we're able to elevate, you know, our – and, and help sellers get their message out in front of as many people as possible and really shorten that length of time. Instead of them waiting, we empower our sellers by picking the date uh, for the auction, and then we spread the message out to the entire community, locally, nationally, internationally, getting the word out that we're selling this piece of real estate at auction or selling this collection of fine arts or jewelry uh, you know, we did a recently a jewelry auction. Her husband, they had a horse racing farm, and her husband over the years had beautiful custom jewelry created for her that had a horse motif with fabulous diamonds and so forth. But she's just like, I don't use them. I don't. I, I, I'm just tired of going to the bank to check on my stuff <laughs> because I don't want that responsibility. I've enjoyed it, and it brings people joy to pass it on to the next generation and to sell it and to see it being used and enjoyed again and giving their items life again, right? So that's part of the joy, and that really brings brings us great joy, right? Helping someone make the decision and then watching, you know, that excitement when somebody buys the item. It could be a $50 item or it could be a $50,000 item. It's such Mm -hmm. a wonderful experience to see buyers uh, and, and to see that kind of, the loop to continue, right, and and the giving to move forward, as well as you know, I'm in, I started in the auction business because of helping nonprofits. That's why I went to auction school, and uh, I'm the president of our. My daughter was a violinist, and I served on the board. And after several years, I was asked to serve as the president. But it's such a pleasure. It's such a joy to help nonprofits and to be a, to help the community. And to raise the needed funds to be an ambassador for different organizations and, and to be the voice of the organization and to bring awareness and to bring the good that the message of that organization is. There's nothing that gives you more energy to get up in the morning than the thought that, wow, you know, we're going to make this kind of impact today by conducting this auction or this fundraising. We're going to be able to help sometimes thousands and tens of thousands of people uh, through one night's event that we might consult organizations on for months in advance 
you know, for that mm-hmm. one night of the event. But it, it really, nothing makes my heart more full and, and more, you know, just the joy that is experienced from all of this collectively. Um, and it really becomes full circle because there's many layers to the onion that we're involved in. Love it. Rock star. That's all I got to say. Rock star. You're amazing. Thank you, Sean. And thank you to your <laughs> listeners. I can't wait to be able to share, you know, additional, you know, the conversation and to share our guests and the content that we have for them to help them simplify their journey. Absolutely. And I'm stoked for you, happy for you, excited for you, loved working on this. It was a labor of love. And, Can I just and, interject and, here, Sean? You're so amazing. Yeah. You're so humble. <laughs> You're so freaking knowledgeable about so many things that you just blow my mind. I'm, a, you know, I'm a hard worker, in, and I'm involved in a lot of different projects, and and I love that, you know, next shiny red object. And I, if I go, if I give my attention to something, it's a hundred percent. And you know, I'll be working at. 11, 12, 1 a.m. And I'll send an email so I don't forget in the morning. And holy cow, bing, I sent it. And 30 seconds later, there's a response back. I'm like, there's another crazy in this world. <laughs> Just like I am. And his name is Sean. <laughs> and I'm having the fortune of collaborating and working with him because our texts and our emails go back and forth from all hours of the night and day. And uh, it's just such a joy, such a joy to see that, you know, you have beautiful children, a beautiful family, you, uh, you know, serve our country and you're the whole package. You are the whole package. And and it's, it's just so such a joy to be able to collaborate with you and uh, for you to share your expertise and helping us establish and grow our vision. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to need you to repeat that one more time, the whole thing in its entirety. I want to put my wife on the line. (laughs) 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 Let her know. Because I tell her all the time. She doesn't believe me. I'm going to send her a message. Here's a little blue subscribe button on your phone for Transformational Life Radio. But congrats to you, your future and the your listeners and all the people that you touch. Uh, it's a huge Thank commitment you. for our listeners that don't know for you to be on air every day and to deliver and to hit it out of the park day after day. Yeah. My friend, you are one awesome badass and I'm proud to call you a colleague. And I thank you for everything that you do for myself and my family as well. Much. Thank you. As we close the show, what do you want to leave the listeners with? If they only listen to this moment, what is your message to listeners? I want them, I'm handing them, I want them to close their eyes and I want them to envision me handing them an 8 by 10 canvas with a set of brushes, with a set of paint. And saying, here, please go home tonight and spend the rest of the week creating for yourself what you want this new canvas for your life to look like. I want you to open up your memo pad on your phone 
If there's something that inspires you, click a picture. If you like a, uh, if you like a, a, a meal, take a picture. If you like, you walk into a furniture store. If you love that sofa, take a picture of it. If you love, you know, a particular style of home, take a picture of it. And incorporate all of those things into one file and let's create your future and your future vision board of how you want it to look like from, from what you're eating to what, how you're dressing to where, what you're surrounded by, you know, and, and it could be all of the details. And you can create and create that mental vision, that mental image, because once you have the clarity, everything else just sheds all of that pain, you know, all of that burden shifts. All the stuff that we don't want to do is now becomes exciting because once you accomplish that task, it's going to allow you to become one step closer to your new painting, your new vision, and this new image that you have for your life and yourself, that it's exciting. It's absolutely exciting. So I'm excited for your listeners and uh, the new vision that they are looking to create. And I would love to hear from them. If they visit thedownsizingcoach.com, we have a little box and you can send us a message, share with me what your vision, your dreams are, because nothing gives me more joy than to see that you're thinking at people, your list, our listeners are thinking ahead as to what they would like their new life to look like. Love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It has absolutely been an honor to have you on the other side of the mic because you're going to be crushing it on the host side of the mic. <laughs> so it's like awesome to have you as a guest and as a host. Super cool. I so appreciate it. Thank you so much to your listeners. Please do subscribe. We would be honored to have them as listeners. And we look forward to answering their questions about their downsizing journey, regardless of where they are nationwide. There you go. Love it. Thank you so much again for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Sean, for having me. Wishing you a blessed day. Radio listeners, an amazing guest, impacting the world around her. Resonated with you and your interest, please go to the downstairs coach. Check out what she's doing. Go ahead and search for her on Apple or click the link below and subscribe. Downsizing your home and life radio show is absolutely incredible. It is an amazing show for all of your downsizing needs. And with that, I close the show by saying live your brand. Find opportunities every day to live out the core values that you hold in your heart. And I call them living your brand. So until next episode, 